a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What are some things you can do to put your best foot forward with your customer experience? That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. My name is Andy Johns with WordSouth, and I'll be your host again in this episode. I am joined today by Edward Henson of Skyline and Sky Best in North Carolina. Edward is the Executive Director of Competitive Operations. Edward, thank you for joining me. Yeah, Andy, thanks for having me on the show. This is episode number 97 of the podcast, and if you are a, a longtime fan, you may remember Edward from back one of the really early ones that we did, actually, was about uh, some of the things they had going on. So, uh, But I, I saw Edward here at the um, NTCA, PR and Marketing, NTCA PR and Marketing Conference here in Nashville. That's where we're recording, so if you hear a little... A uh, little background noise there. It's it's not background noise. It's ambiance because we're here at the center of the telco marketing world this week. Well, let's get into your topic, Edward, because you um, you were on a, a session uh, earlier in the conference uh, called "Customer and Retail Space Renovation and Design Done Right." So um, obviously, you're talking a lot about the appearance of uh, of what the you know the the face you're putting on the front of the operation. So what did you guys get into in that session? Well, we talked a little bit about um, some earlier days of our company where we actually remodeled a log cabin that we had in, in West Jefferson, North Carolina. That was a smart home that, that showcased smart technologies. Um, it's also, you know, certainly a retail customer center for us. Uh, we, you know, where we offer a wireless products through Carolina West Wireless. We're one of the owner companies for that. And it's just like a lot of other companies that are out there. It's a space for retail products and services. They can come pay their bill, questions um, about any of their services, repair, any of those things. Just a, a standard customer center. And how can we make that a tool and resource for the folks in our community, for, for our customers or our would-be customers? So there's a branding element to all of it as well. Uh, when it's bricks and mortar, it says more to the community like, hey, we're here. And uh, that's... Part of um, what we talked about today in the sessions, to two sessions earlier, um, we opened a new Boone Customer Service Center last year in um, Boone, North Carolina, in the county seat there in Watauga County. And uh, that was really our first presence there, although we have um, selected into that market, but we didn't have any bricks and mortar. And so when you're competing against some of the national companies and working in the community, it helps to see a tangible piece in sure. the community. Yeah, you're not really there until you're there. So right, right. Let, let's go back and talk a little bit about the cabin first, because I've been there to visit you guys and just to set the scene for you guys. Um, uh, where where Skyline Sky Best serve? It's beautiful mountains in North Carolina, and uh, you guys kind of more or less lucked into almost a cabin uh, that for for the the smart home or the smart cabin. Um, but when you go in there, uh, well, I'll let you describe it. But but what are folks seeing when they're going into the the cabin? Well, that's a good way to put it. We we did we were very fortunate in in the property. We looked at a property that had high traffic area, visible as um, actually on two sides of the road. It's almost like in an island, if you will, not quite an island, but there's a, a strip of land at that with the major roads on both sides. One road leads to Walmart in a small community. Walmart's a pretty big thing. High traffic, yeah, high absolutely. Traffic. Um, and a couple of little restaurants and what have you. Um, so we looked at the property, and this was before I joined Skyline. So this, I'm telling the story from this perspective um, for the folks who came before me. But that was a, that was the area of interest. We said, okay, this is a great piece of property, and 
in further discovery, found out that it had a log cabin on there, which is a former real estate office. So what do we do with the log cabin? And we're, the main focus, again, was to build a customer center to have some additional bricks and mortar there where folks could come in and, you know, do the typical things that we do at a customer center. Um, and the idea and the concept came up, well, hey, let's utilize this log cabin. Let's make it, you know, showcase the products and services that we have so customers connect and use our technology in ways that are applicable, not just to do, use the broadband to get on the web, but how can we use surveillance to monitor our home? Sure. We, we are in the, the high country of North Carolina, in the mountains, in the Appalachian Mountain region, uh, between the Blue Ridge Parkway, and a lot of folks have second and third homes there. Okay. So a good way to if you have some peace of mind is that you need a security system and surveillance. So through that technology, folks can take a look at their home. They can see if their hot water heater has overflowed, you know, right. you know, it's flooded, and, and um, you know, just monitoring and thermostat control, all those sort of things. Okay. Well, how did the session play out yesterday? Were there some significant um, uh, questions that, that people were asking? Kind of the same questions. What did people want to know about once you started once you started the uh, the presentation yesterday? You know, we, we had a great we had great um, bo- both um, both segments were, were a lot of questions were asked. Um, I think we covered a lot of material in, in forty five minute times when it went by very fast. But people were very interested in okay, what you know, what are the benefits of this? Or what have you done? What are the pitfalls? So we started talking about lessons learned, if you will, and hey, we it, you know it's easy to once you've completed the process. Um, <laughs> this, is, uh, that's, uh, this is Nashville for you. This yeah. is Nashville, folks. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> all right, you're, uh, you're saying a lot of pitfalls that people yeah. want to know. So, yeah. so it's easier once you've completed the project. What did you learn from that, and what would you do differently? Well, we had this smart home, and then we built the new Boone Customer Center, and we used two different models. And so, to, you know, in the in the sessions, we covered those two different models, and then from the two of those, what will we do differently overall? It's kind of like you, you know, you're just saying you don't know what you don't know, right? Um, kind of thing. Well, we thought we knew more about what we were doing in, in terms of. Um, just A to Z in general contracting. Who do you get involved? What do you use your local contractors, which we always try to do. And sure, right. As cooperatives, would, as part of the community, that's what cooperatives do. Right. Um, but, what, you know, how does that fit into the space? So we applied those principles to the second. We said, hey, we got this. Okay. You know, we, we know we, we've done this before. We're experts at it now. We're going to do this, this, and this, which opened up a new um, area for us to say, hey, Again, we were better now than we were, but sure. we learned a lot of things along the way. And I, I covered some bullet points in there, some specifics, and we went down into some details as well, just from the aesthetic side of it. And we really believe and utilize in, in the location we have a, a community center um, where the community can, it's a community room, anyone can come use it, it's free of charge. So we've had um, United Way come in and do campaigns for um, small things. We've had... Uh, Kiwanis meet there. We've had school teachers use it for projects. Just a way to bring folks in from the community and into our location. There's a branding element to that. Uh, they get to see our products and services as well, but it's a way for just be a resource for the community. Um, so those are things that we've, we've done differently. But even down to that area that's carpeted, we use two-foot by two-foot carpet squares. So when someone spills a cup of coffee or spills a drink, we're not bringing in steam cleaners and doing all You can simply, you can do that, but if the carpet gets worn, you can replace a two-foot by two-foot One second. at a time. Wow. Yeah, little things like that that really help you with the design. 
And we talked about, you know, in the beginning, the first round of Smart Home, we contracted everything out. Um, and we just went along. We, we told the vision, you know, shared the vision that we want to our architectural and, and general contractor. Sure. And um, the second level, we got more engaged and we learned more. And then after that, collectively, we said, okay, these are the best practices for us that worked well. And Russell was part of that as well. And he did a fantastic job telling their, perspe- their perspective. And there were a lot of similarities in what we'd all learned in, in that process. So sure. A lot of questions with that. Sure, that was Russell um, Kotcher from down at uh, YK, who was also part of the panel. Yep. Okay, Absolutely. great. Yeah. Excellent. We've done a couple of shows uh, with, with him as well. So um, knowing that uh, it's dangerous for me to talk about interior design and all that, I don't want to turn this into HGTV, but just kind of run through a little bit of, of the look and feel that you guys were going for. When you, and I don't know if it's the same um, that you, in West Jefferson and in Boone or a different feel, but just some of the materials or the, the color styles, um, you know, however, however deep you want to go into that. But what, what were you all after? Well, you know, first thing you have to look at is sign moratoriums and those uh, sort of things. Okay. We're, you know, West Jefferson is certainly in the high country's a tourist destination. Sure. Um, and so with that, we want to protect the area, aesthetically be appealing. Um, we wanted to, to hear to all those regulations. So we had to understand that part of it. You know, the, the smart home, just for a visual, is a log cabin. So it's kind of themed that way. We've sure. got, we have some stonework that blends into our mountain region that really uh, look, looks very nice. And our, um, our new Boone Customer Center has themes along that way as well. When we originally did the smart home, we redesigned the smart home, we did not have an interior designer. We had our vision like, hey, we think it should be this way. Um, and, and what we felt like we wanted it to look, and the architect certainly helped with that. Mm-hmm. But what we decided to do with the Boone Customer Center was to get an interior designer as part of the process that knew that, that knows our technology, that knows our products and services, sure. that has worked and, and modeled for companies like ours to say, okay, this looks cutting edge. This looks you know like a techie company here. You know, this is um, an opportunity. You're bringing broadband solutions to a rural area at gigabit internet speed, it is very high tech. Right. So we want to we want to showcase that in there, but also keep the same. Hey, you know, this is a mountain town, and and we want to blend in aesthetically, as I mentioned earlier. Right. And be an enhancement to the community. The the building in Boone that we got, it was an old laundromat, and okay. it was fairly dilapidated. Huh. Um, as you know, Boone Appalachian State University sure. is there, so. My, about half the population, maybe a little bit more, is college students. Okay. And so this was a big laundromat that just really didn't have the love and care as, as a business in that community and in this high traffic area should have. So when we came mm. in, total enhancement to the community, yeah. landscaping, remodel, and you've seen pictures of the building. It's, it is a beautiful, I'm biased, but it's a very beautiful <laughs> business that we are constantly getting compliments on. The community has received it um, with open arms. It's been a big branding piece for us as well. Right. Right. Well, and you've talked about it a couple of times that when you guys are looking at, at spots like that, um, you know, they say with real estate, location, location, location. Um, what are there certain things that you uh, obviously the the traffic being right near Walmart and uh, West Jefferson, but were there things really particular to the locations that you guys considered in Boone that, that really made a difference? Or was it purely just high traffic or were there other, other factors as well? Um, well, a little bit. We wanted the, the high traffic, but you know, would also need to be accessible for our customers. Okay. Because like a lot of our viewing audience here in the rural areas in telecom, um, in the past, folks had come to visit us just to pay their bill. 
and it hasn't really been a destination for for surveillance products or anything else. And that's why we're kind of you know creating the opportunity in, in the customer space to be a resource for products that are that are connected to technology, which now is just about everything. Right. Um, we had some of those conversations earlier today about that and the connected world that we live in. Um, so we looked at this particular location because it was near the mall in Boone. So we had the visual of, of that. Um, and the branding aspect, again, we are bricks and mortar. We're here. We've made a difference in the community right. um, by, by making it just a much nicer place. One of the things, and just as, as a helpful hint, was we were limited on signage because of the sign moratoriums. We could only have one sign. It could only be a certain size. How do we not you know, make that too obnoxious right. but uh, take use of the space? And we just could, it was hard for us to find um, the right mix you know the right setup for that so what we did we took one of our cars one of our fleet vehicles and we put a wrap on the car okay and so now this car parks is parked right kind of by the road right in front of the building 24 7 the car's there it's an eye-catching beautifully tactfully um, done wrap right that's a mobile billboard and definitely not a sign not a sign right totally legal right so that was that was kind of a helpful hint there um, that. that a thing that we you know folks can do and certainly we take it to community events and if it's a golf tournament or for a, a meeting at Kiwanis where we're taking that vehicle just from the, the advertising perspective. But that's a, that's a, was a great idea that's not that expensive to do that will pay dividends. Right. Uh, two last questions for you here. Uh, one of them have, so how long has the, the Boone office been open? About a year now. About a yeah. year. Yeah. Are people using it? The, the way you expect it, or are you, in terms of audience, is it, are, are more college kids showing up to use it or fewer, or has it, has it gone about the way you expected in Boone? It, it is. It has. We haven't gotten as much of college because a lot of the college campus is part of the university, so it's provided for them, and oh, okay. the services are already there in the multi-dwelling units. But we do have some that, you know, where they have their own off-campus housing and those sort of things. But for the most part, our customer, um, we've not done a demographic study on the customers that walk oh, through sure, the door. Right. We do a study daily. We know every customer that walks in, when they walk in, what product or service they came for, and then what products they were, they were offered. And that helps us, you know, in terms of business hours and, and those sort of things, and staffing. Um, that's, a, that's an important part. It's a little bit laborious to do that, but it's very, very good information. Data is uh, really uh, a, a key to that. But, yeah, we're finding people – we do have – I wouldn't say the tra- traffic flow really increased that much. Um, we did – because we split that office. It was in between two other offices. So now some of the customers that were going to one location are now going to another and some from an area that we weren't reaching or we were inconvenient for, now we're in the center of it. We're in the center of the county. It's great for our business sales team, and it's, it's great for our residential you know, customers as well. All right. I had said that um, that was the second to last question, but now I have to go back and ask you about. Uh, I have to go back and ask you about uh, what you mentioned a minute ago. So, tell me if you don't mind a little bit about how you're tracking the customers when they come in. So, are they signing in, or is it just reports that the CSRs are filing? If you don't mind, let, let's let's talk about that because yeah. that, that's interesting. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's basically like a, a, a sign-in sheet, and it's it's somewhat automated. There's still a, a human element to that but we track like I said every service that they that they do so I know how many bill payments are being done which we could do that through our reporting anyway but I know they came in for a bill payment we talked to them about surveillance or we talked to them about you know 
a terabyte DVR, or we talked about the Giga Center or something sure. like that, upgrade from you know adding Wi-Fi or those sort of things. So it enables us to say, okay, what are we doing? We can run campaigns off that information. Right. It's just a lot of a lot of benefit there. We um, we probably should do a segment on that and share have other folks share what they're doing as well because it is it is very valuable information. Yeah, some of the same information you would get from people shopping online. But now you're getting it from people who are shopping in the store. That's cool. That's cool. Well, um, so really the last question this time, uh, and you, you've talked about it from just what you learned from the West Jefferson um, uh, location. But are, is there a thing or two that you learned from opening the second location, uh, the one in Boone, that if somebody's in, in that spot, um, if they're you know looking to open a new location, is there something that you... You learned, or something you would do differently, um, you know, when you open your third building, wherever that's going to be. Well, yeah, and there, and there will be more. There, there, there'll be more as we continue to expand good. and acquire companies. Where it is a, a good climate right now for acquisitions, and we're, we're definitely, you know, down that path. We closed on another company this past Monday. Right, so I saw that. Pretty exciting news. Um, you know, when, when you look at the different models, you know, the first one we did more of a turnkey type model. The architect was also the, the general contractor. Um, the second one, and so we weren't we weren't on premise every single day. Um, we learned through that process. Hey, we want to be more involved, and it's worth the investment to have a superintendent of ours be there along the way. It's an investment in time and resources, certainly, which is you know time is money. But we stay closer to the project. We're able to be more nimble, make changes. Um, the other thing was you know we wanted to use some of our our own contractors. Um, because we knew a relationship with them and we trust them and it was about using local folks and right. um, the challenge that we ran into there and we continue to do that and I re- certainly recommend that if anyone's going down this path that they talk to the general contractor and say hey here's our local guys at least give them a shot at the bid but when you have a general contractor they're used to working with their subcontractors right. and so those guys know the language of each other they know the expectations and if your trust right. is there it's much more streamlined. And for us, some of the zoning uh, issues that we had, their guys have relationships with the zoning folks, and the zoning folks can come by and say, hey, you know, this needs to be changed. I just noticed this. Can you have it done by the end of the day? Whereas with our subcontractors and no relation and relationship back and forth, it's say, you know what, you got to stop work, and the next time I can come back and inspect this is going to be next week. Oh. So you had to delay a game in there. Right. And so did that savings of using, you know, someone that we were already doing business with outrun the delay of construction, those kind of things. But we were able to be, you know, fortunate enough to incorporate those guys as well. Right. So it, it was still a win-win, but backing up and looking at that, it, at, at first glance, it seemed like, and it's the right thing to do is to, is to shop local and, and spend that money right, right there. But um, sometimes there's, a, there's other synergies that, that, you know, it just works out in a little bit different way, but in the end it, it was a win-win for everyone. Certainly. Well, speaking of contractors and general contractors, we have quite a few uh, working here at the hotel in, in Nashville. I think they've been uh, jackhammering something for the entirety of the conference just about. So I appreciate anybody listening for putting up with that and some of the other um, 
extemporaneous noises that we have going on here. But Edward, I really do appreciate you uh, coming back on for your second uh, your second podcast. So I think at some point after you're on here enough, you you're not just a guest; you become a friend of the podcast. So we'll. Uh, I like that. If we ever get T-shirts printed up, we'll make sure we get friend of podcast. Well, I'm I'm a friend of, of Word South for sure. Thank you so well, thank much you. for for this. I love what you're doing here. Enjoy listening to it. Thank you for giving us the opportunity just to sit down and talk a little bit about the conference. You know, NTCA does fantastic job with putting on this conference like this one the PR and marketing and we're always happy to be a part of it but what makes it so valuable is to have the opportunity to hear stories like what you're sharing here we can get so much more collectively from the audience that's here that you may miss in the sessions because you just don't have the opportunity to sit down with everyone so a great resource hats off to you for what you do well thank you thanks for letting us be a part of it well there are a lot of smart people here doing a lot of great work so it's good to good to help share their stories he is edward henson he is the executive director of competitive operations at skyline sky best in north carolina i'm your host andy johns and until we talk again keep telling your story you've been listening to story connect the podcast a production of word south a content marketing company.